feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is The Rita Cosby Show. The Danger Within. We're going to be talking about the fact that 10 IEDs, Improvised Explosive Devices, well, they were found at our U.S. southern border. So we have a lot to be worried about. And we're going to talk about that tonight on the Rita Cosby Show. But when I say The Danger Within, I am also talking about some of the hate that continues to be spewed left and right from many people in colleges and also from some interesting mosques and places around the country. We've heard it all. I mean, we have heard so many issues. And President Joe Biden is not condemning these comments. Where is he? Again, on UPenn, the president of the University of Pennsylvania spoke out. And then, remember, she was there before Congress, her fumbly and bumbly testimony. Then she was forced out. Harvard's president is still there. MIT's president is still there. And in the middle of it all, we still have President Joe Biden, who has the UPenn Biden Center, and he has not said a word. So why is the president silent on that? And yet he seems to be going after Israel at every twist and turn. And I contend tonight that we are in really dangerous territory. Because guess what's happening? Our president is now sending what I believe Israel into a quagmire, into an impasse with Hamas. That is a very dangerous place to be. Let's go through what happened with Ukraine. First, of course, it was this drip, drip, drip of weaponry. Then, of course, even before that, it was if there's a minor incursion, you could contend if he had shown strength and if he didn't have that disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, maybe Ukraine wouldn't have happened because Putin might have been a little worried about this president. But he knows that he's got a pushover, sadly, in the White House. And that's why he's taking advantage of it. And then we have a president who won't even, like, send the weaponry that Ukraine wants, even though every word out of his mouth is Ukraine, Ukraine. You guys all know I'm half Polish. My mother's Danish. My father's Polish. I understand about protecting Ukraine. I don't want it to spill over to Poland or anywhere else. And I want the people of Ukraine to live in peace. So I want to see Russia out of Ukraine. And I want to see the bad guys obliterated. But this president, our American president, has been drip, 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 drip. The Poles wanted to send the MiGs. He stopped them. The other countries wanted to send others. He blocked them. Now, then he also promised that the U.S. would send weaponry, and that hasn't come. It's been drip, 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 drip. They still haven't gotten the firepower that they wanted. They haven't gotten the planes they wanted. And this president, every word out of his mouth is Ukraine. And the way he's handled Ukraine has been pathetic. And then, of course, let's talk about Israel. He says to Israel, yeah, we have your back. 
And then two seconds later, he says, well, I don't want to see indiscriminate bombing. I don't want to see problems there. I don't want to see you going after civilians. Israel isn't going after civilians. They're trying to wipe out Hamas. And many people in the Palestinian territory support Hamas. So they're trying to wipe out this terrorist group and sympathizers of the terrorist group. Not all of them, of course, in the Palestinian territories, but a lot of them do. And the leaders of the Palestinian authorities haven't denounced Hamas yet. They haven't condemned what happened on October 7th. Is that so hard? And yet our president is trying to push them to a two-state solution with the Palestinian authorities in control and basically telling Israel, try not to necessarily target uh, Gaza anymore, even though that is the stronghold of Hamas. This is so pathetic, and I think this is not the way to conduct a war with our greatest ally that you're supposed to be supporting. So our president has been a wimp. He is sending mixed messages, and that is dangerous, not just for Israel. That is downright dangerous for the world. What are your thoughts, guys? Because I'm seeing a repeated pattern here, and I'm thinking, boy, what a mess the world is in. Poor Israel right now is saying, too bad, we're just going to go it alone, basically. Our plan is to wipe out Hamas, and we're going to stay focused on what we do. We try to minimize civilian casualties almost more than any other nation in the globe. We're trying to do strategic strikes. We're trying to wipe out as much of Hamas as possible. But if they walk away now, what was the point? They've got so many Hamas leaders that are out there. They've got tens of thousands of Hamas followers out there. And our president is leaving them high and dry. And that is so downright dangerous. And it's dangerous not just for Israel. It's dangerous for us. Because guess what? You know there's sleeper cells in the United States. You know there are members of Hamas. I bet you there's some in some of these college campuses because, boy, look at the signs they're displaying. And sometimes when they get asked questions by the interviews, they're like, oh, yeah, Hamas isn't that bad. What? Did you see what happened on October 7th? So Israel isn't just wiping out Hamas for them. They've got an existential threat to the existence of their country. They are trying to protect, I believe, all good, freedom-loving people in civilization. Because guess what? They're coming to a theater near you. If you don't wipe them out over there, they're coming here. And they probably, sadly, are already here because we have a wide-open southern border. And if this news today about these 10 IEDs doesn't send you shaking and shivering, I don't know what does. Because guess what? The cartels are well-armed. They're well-loaded. And Hamas is undoubtedly working with them. Hezbollah is undoubtedly working with them. The Houthis are undoubtedly working with them. And that also means, guess what? Um, You know, Iran is also working with them. Why do you think all these Iranians are suddenly crossing the border? Why do you think these people from Syria? Now we're seeing a huge influx of people coming, well-dressed, coming across the border, just like the Chinese with the suitcases. Do those sound like people who are just fleeing persecution You know, I mean, this is crazy stuff. And we are at such a perilous point, which is why this week we heard from the FBI director saying that he has never seen a more critical time in American history where all the lights were blinking red, where he is so concerned in every different direction. And yet he didn't look into the mirror and go, well, maybe the president is to blame. Maybe our wide open southern border is to blame. Maybe these mixed messages that he is giving to one of our greatest allies, Israel, is to blame. And boy, are we in a mess. 
And when I say the trouble within, here's one for the record books. I couldn't believe this. There is a Michigan imam, an American imam, and a video just came out of him that is sparking outrage. He is unleashing what I call vile incendiary rants on social media, calling for Muslims to, quote, embrace jihad and to go after the United States, go after anybody who supports Israel. What is shocking about this guy is he's an American. No surprise, I guess he's in Michigan, which is Rashida Tlaib's state. Of course, Rashida Tlaib has been the worst supporter of Israel. She gets the worst supporter award of Israel, along with some of these other progressives in Congress. But this is shocking. He is an American. And also, just to give you a little history on this guy, I was looking him up. He's apparently been, according to reports, behind bars. So the FBI knows who he is. He was behind bars for six years for bank fraud and a whole bunch else. Uh, He has spewed apparently a whole bunch of stuff over the years. So it's not like he's some mystery of who is this guy. So what is the FBI doing about people like this? If this isn't hate speech, I don't know what. He has many followers. He is inciting them to go against America, to raise holy jihad against America and the West, to go after Jews. And yet this guy has continued to have a public forum and have a public following And he's roaming free. I guess there's a word for sedition, for traitor. What is this person doing with an American citizenship if he's sitting here on our soil saying, uh, let's rise up jihad against the United States? I mean, this is what hate towards America looks like by sadly, now I can say one of our own. Listen to this guy. But those, of course, who are hostile to Muslims are worthy of more hate. America is a vicious enemy of Muslims. It's among the top nations in the history of the earth with crimes against Muslims. And here is a little more where he directly calls out the U.S. This is cut number three. It's about time the Muslims, especially the youth in the West, it's time for them to understand what should already be known that the Kafir West, particularly the U.S., are enemies of Muslims. If you're burning inside with rage and anger and hate for what the Zionists are doing, and you should be if you're Muslim, but then you love America and the Kafir West, then you have double standards. Then you have double standards. Well, this guy sounds like he's got double allegiances. I'm not even sure if he has any allegiance to the United States after what we just heard. And then he really threw the U.S. under the bus. Listen to what this American imam again in Michigan had to say. The toll is quickly reaching 15,000. A third of them are children. And the numbers might be much greater than that. And the U.S. is stingy on giving our children some time for a temporary ceasefire to catch their breath. Before the next wave of attack comes their way. The U.S. in the Kafir West claim to be protective over their children. But when the victims are Muslim children, it's okay to massacre hospitals and schools. I'm not talking about what the occupiers are doing. The U.S. 
justifies it and fully supports it. When it comes to Muslim children, it's okay to fry our kids. That is absolutely disgusting. Him saying, again, an American imam, this guy who's roaming free, who authorities know darn well who he is, saying the U.S. thinks it's okay to fry Muslim kids. That is outrageous. When this president, I contend, has been so waffly on Israel, and Israel goes to great lengths to make sure that there are not civilian casualties. This is preposterous. Israel sends down leaflets. They have an app. They have a website. They tell people to get out. They have, you know, the bullhorns, all of that stuff. Get out, get out, get out. In like two or three days, we're going to hit this area. I mean, what other country does that? That is preposterous. And then they're saying that the U.S. does it, and this is an American imam? Who are his followers? Are the FBI looking at who are his followers? Who is saying, boy, that's a great video? Who's liking that video on social media and sharing it with friends and saying, hey, listen to this guy? Here's a little more of this guy who is really, really crazy. Um, But here is Shahara Zani, and he is very clear that Hamas's goal is to get rid of Israel, to get rid of others, and also his deep concern of those who are following people like this guy and others around the world. He's the former Israeli spokesperson, and listen to what he has to say. It's not just what we're saying here. Hamas leaders in Gaza, people like Mahmoud Zahar and others, have announced in their own voice in Arabic that their goal is exactly like the world jihadi organization. This is an ISIS-style organization, not only through its deeds, but its intentions. And exactly like you said, we've seen networks of these operatives in Europe, and we have to be very wary about those networks and those who support them. If we want to look again at those pro-terror mobsters out there on the streets who cover up their faces like Egyptian mummies so that we're unable to identify them and their malintentions, And their malintention. And yet this guy is not hiding anything. He's full face. Here's his name. Who are his followers? The one we're talking about. Some do hide their faces and you see them at the protests with their faces hidden. Others are right there, full face like this guy, preaching hate, saying that America is basically the enemy and the West is the enemy and Israel's the enemy. And yet He has a big following, and he's in the state, of course, of Rashida Tlaib in Michigan. We're going to take your calls when we come back. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show on this action-packed news night, Friday night, here on The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show. So where is this headed? President Joe Biden saying that Israel needs to tone down its indiscriminate targeting of civilians. The president seems to really going soft, I would say, on Israel. I'd say he's waffling on Israel. Um, He is also 
backtracking on a number of comments that he's made. And he seems to be acquiescing to political groups because he's looking at the polls like we all are. He has the lowest approval rating in American history. That's something, I guess, to be proud of. He's got a record, even though it's not a good one. 33% is the approval rating. What a dismal, dismal number. And he is seeing a lot of the polls in some swing states where there are young people and Arab populations, and he is plummeting. And I think he's trying to have it both ways. And you can't do that when you're dealing with sheer evil. And you've got an ally like Israel that's right there on the front lines dealing with their threat to their homeland, their existence. And we have a president who is like uh, vanilla, you know, waffling all over the place. Uh, It's like a cinnamon and apple waffle all together. It's like a whole breakfast buffet. And that's not a good thing when you're dealing with war. 1-800-848-848. Nine two two two. Let's go to Norm, who is on line three. Uh, Norm, your thoughts about what a mess. And I think this president, uh, his gray with Israel and now is backtracking, I think is one of the most catastrophic things he has done in his presidency. Your thoughts, Norm? My thoughts are, listen, I'm a Jew and I'm an American. And my of course, I'm. Uh, I have a bias, um, but and, uh, but I do believe. Yeah, by the that, way, Norm, um, I have a bias too for freedom. I have a bias towards freedom. So you know what? I I can say it. This is so dangerous for Israel's freedom and our freedom. Um, I'm not Jewish, but my father grew up outside the Warsaw Ghetto. So when I hear people say, "Oh, what nothing happened with Hamas or nothing happened with the Holocaust," that is such a bunch of hogwash. And good people need to stand up. Yeah, listen, I believe that this is going to be the issue that is going to propel the Democrats out of the White House. I mean, I I, I feel like they're taking such an immoral stance on something which is very clear, very apparent. OK, um, that, you know, the Jews were there first. That's it. You know, I mean, contrary to what the Arabs say, uh, we are not occupiers. Okay? Do, do me a favor, um, Norm. Th- Norm, do me a favor. I, I love you. Will you stay over? It's Friday night. Stay with us. We're going to go to a break. You got it. Rita Cosby is on. Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we get to honor our great men and women in law enforcement. A powerful story coming from Colorado City, Colorado, where a child was badly injured this week in what police say was a drive by shooting in the Longmont area of Colorado. It happened in a mobile home park in the southern part of that Colorado city. Now, police say the suspect or suspects, because they are still at large, were in a dark-colored sedan and opened fire suddenly just after 8 o'clock into a home in the Countryside Village Mobile Park. There was a child who was inside one of the mobile homes, and she is a 3-year-old little girl, and she was hit in the torso by what police described as I unidentified projectile later turning out to be a bullet. She was urgently given medical care by first police officers and then other first responders who later arrived on the scene. She was taken to the hospital 
where she underwent surgery and is still in very serious condition. Authorities say that the quick work from the first arriving police officers there helped to save the girl's life. And she is lucky to be alive. And what a powerful story and obviously an emotional story when you're dealing with a young child suddenly hit by a bullet randomly fired into a mobile home park. And again, uh, the shooters still at large. Thankfully, the girl expected to survive thanks to the great work of our men and women in blue. Well, we are talking, of course, about the situation in Israel and the threats to Israel and also to our homeland. Earlier today, we talked with Shahar Azani. He is the former Israeli spokesman. And Shahar had this to say about President Biden's push now for a two-state solution. This is wild because the president is pushing for the Palestinian Authority to take over Gaza. The reason that that's complicated, guys, is a lot of people with the Palestinian Authority have not even denounced Hamas. So President Biden seems to be wanting to tell Israel to pack it up, to go slow, uh, to just kind of do uh, pinpointed strikes, which is very difficult when you're trying to eliminate tens of thousands of terrorists like Hamas, which have a stronghold still in Gaza. And also, Palestinian Authority, many of them, as I just mentioned, still have a lot of allegiances to Hamas. So you're going to say, let's move on, Israel, right? And put in charge of the area you just decimated, the people who haven't even denounced and are close to Hamas. That doesn't make any sense, but that seems to be par for the course for this president. Listen to what Shahar Azani had to say. The truth is exactly like you're saying, we have a Palestinian entity whose leaders are not only not condemning what Hamas did, one of their own, Jibril Rajoub, came out in support of that massacre, praising that act of quote-unquote resistance and expressing hope that such a thing will take place in Judea and Samaria, also known as the West Bank. In addition, we've just seen the the poll conducted in the West Bank by Khalil Shekaki, a major pollster, according to which 70% of Palestinians support terror against Israel, 82% support the actual October 7th massacre, and overall support for Hamas is not only not, not, is it not diminishing, it's increasing. So who exactly is going to manage any kind of territory adjacent to Israel, and in what hallucination is the Israeli people and government will renounce control of any territory to such a danger again as we've experienced in October 7th by giving up the Gaza Strip, and you saw exactly what was the result of that action. And speaking of one of their own, we've got one of our own, as we mentioned, and this guy, this Michigan imam, who is seen on video praising jihad and blaming the U.S. for the genocide in Palestine, has lots of followers, and is roaming free, spewing hate. Here's a little bit more, because not only does Israel have to worry about these characters, we've got some of our own in the homeland. Take a listen to this guy. When one of their children gets a bruise, or there's a mere rumor that he's been spanked, you know what the Child Protective Service does? But to charcoal 5,000 of our Muslim children, that's okay. 5,000 children charcoaled in scenes that make a sane person go insane. Scenes 
that melt and traumatize the hearts for the rest of one's life. But they have no hearts when it comes to our children. Great. Uh, this is an American citizen, a Michigan Islamic scholar, as they call him, calling on Western Muslims to embrace jihad, saying they have been sold out by American Zionists and that it's time to rise up. And there he is speaking openly on our own U.S. soil. We have the FBI who's like going after Christians. They're going after moms as domestic terrorists. Remember all that? Today, guess what? They weren't going after this guy. They actually put out a bulletin today talking about the right use of pronouns that should be used. Is that not nuts? You have a guy basically calling, clearly calling for jihad. There he is, full face, talking about it. They know who he is. He served time for bank fraud and a whole bunch of other stuff. So he's got a history and he's got a following. What are they doing? I think you need to pay a visit to somebody like this. Find out who else. There's probably, sadly, a lot of, quote, Islamic scholars like this. There's a lot of peaceful ones, but there's also a lot of bad actors like this in our homeland. And we need to take action now. They should be followed. They should be investigated. I think they should be on the list a little bit more before parents at a PTA meeting who are upset about what their kids are being taught. Uh, That's my opinion. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go back to Norm on line three. Uh, Norm, uh, you were talking about just what a mess this is, especially with Biden's policies. Yes, Biden's policy. Look, um, our president is compromised. He's doing the bidding of Iran because they got some kind of sweet deal going. I listen, I don't have the proof. I don't have, uh, you know, I don't have the checks. I don't have anything. But this has all to do with uh, Iran, putting Iran as the center of the of the Mideast for oil. This has to do with oil and they're selling out their strongest ally in the Mideast. And, uh, you know, and anyway, concerning that imam, there's a basic truth and the basic truth, a historical truth. Okay, and the historical truth is uh, we were there first. Okay, Um, the historical truth is 5000 years ago. Okay, um, there was a temple there and it was Herod's temple. Yes, it's the same Herod, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, of that period. Um, there was a kingdom of Judea during that period. And actually, that was probably 3,000 years ago. And, um, you know, the thing is, the fact is, the Arabs came there. They're the occupiers. We're not occupiers, okay? We were there from the beginning. We had a kingdom, okay, the base of Migdash, the walls, well, and, and the Norm, 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 I don't want to recite the whole history, but, but what I do want to do is talk about current history. Um, what do you make of the fact that as we are looking at, at obviously the context, and, and I understand the context. I've been over the Middle East. I think a lot of our, a lot of our listeners do too. Um, but let me ask you the current history because the fact that President Biden is saying, hey, uh, Israel basically slow down. Uh, you're hitting too many people. Uh, move on essentially. Don't worry about those people called Hamas essentially. And, He is also saying the Palestinian Authority, you guys could be in control of Gaza. That's a that is a concern. I mean, obviously, it's not 
uh, Biden's decision to make, but it certainly has a lot of influence when it's one of your greatest allies who's supplying funds and weaponry. And all I go back to, Norm, you know, you talked about him being compromised with Iran. I think about that moment where he's on videotape. He's at the Council of Foreign Relations. And he said, boy, son of a bee, uh, we tried to get rid of that prosecutor. And then I said, you know, God, if we can withhold a billion dollars worth of aid, uh, if you could get rid of that prosecutor, you know, uh, maybe that may not happen, right? You may not get that aid. And wow, son of a bee, when I said that, they got rid of the prosecutor. Turns out that prosecutor was investigating Burisma, where his son is on the board. So there's a lot of dots to be connected. But what it also shows is when you have the influence of a lot of money in, far, in foreign aid, and boy, is there a lot of money that goes to Israel, and deservedly so. And I think they need a heck of a lot more urgently right now. Uh, who knows what he's saying behind the scenes or people representing him behind the scenes? It could be, hey, son of a bee, you know what? Maybe we'll move that aircraft carrier that happens to be in the region, or maybe we'll move this. Uh, I mean, that has a lot of influence, Norman. That is concerning. Your thoughts on that? My thoughts are Israel's fighting for its basic survival, okay? And, uh, you know, we when we went into Iraq, uh, how many children and people did we kill? Um, you know, no one, you know, there was nobody condemning, uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 I didn't see him, come, you know, worrying about uh, the children of, 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 of Afghanistan or the children of Iraq when we were conducting all those operations. And, uh, you know, uh, we, how many how many children, how much how much horrors did we commit in Vietnam, for example, or even in World War Two? I mean, we we leveled entire cities in, to, to beat the Nazis. OK, um, a lot of a lot of people died. OK, and we we did not when we were in World War Two and we were in Vietnam, we didn't uh, we didn't tell the Viet Cong and the NVA, oh, you better move your children and your old people out of there. Um, Israel, Israel did do that. OK, so uh, listen, they drew first blood. OK, Israel is conducting this war in the best way they can do it. OK, in order to win it. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I can't. I can't see them doing any more. And now this stupid president wants Israel to turn over, what, 50 percent of the country to this country of, of Palestine, turn it over to a people that, that have no history there other than, yeah, they returned, uh, in my opinion, a couple of days ago. I mean, you know, because in, in, in the world of, of Israel and the Jews being there, OK, and, uh, you know, I, he wants us to turn it over to the, you know, turn over the country to the Arabs, okay? Uh, historically, I know you don't want me to go into history, but historically, I think uh, the Romans, which they're, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're, their modern-day uh, people are the Italians. I think they, they have a greater claim to Israel than the Arabs that came there sometime in the 15th century. Well, yeah, and, so, and, you, and, and by the way, as you're talking also about Arab countries, uh, what the heck are, you know, Egypt, Jordan, there's a lot of countries that have said, no, we don't want some of the Palestinians in. That's the other issue, too, is getting some of the people out because they're worried who's coming into their countries. I mean, that's clearly why they're so careful, Egypt and Jordan. And historically, they have said no to the Palestinians, and that's not a good thing either. Uh, they got to carry the burden and try to help out. Uh, and do more. So there's there's a lot of people uh, that could lay claims 
to the territories. There's also a lot of people that could be taking the people that are there now doing the right thing. But they're concerned who's coming across because who knows? Uh, Right now it is such a mess. And you're right. What other country sends leaflets? What other country sends, you know, sends a message? Can you imagine if somebody said that to us after 9-11? You know what? Uh, Try not to hit all those nice Taliban people if you could. You know, just try to get Osama bin Laden, but don't get anybody else around. And and don't have vengeance. Don't be mean. Uh, uh, like as you're looking at the smoldering uh, tower, you know, I mean, the Twin Towers, you're looking at the smoldering Pentagon, you're looking at Shanksville. Um, how dare Biden try to influence Israel? And I'm glad so far Israel is saying, guess what? We're going to go it. Uh, we have to finish the job. In other words, they're publicly saying, thank you, President Biden, because they can't criticize him. Uh, but privately, I'm sure they're uh, they're uh, doing something else. How's that? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to George um, in Long Island. Uh, George, your thought about all this? Yeah, Rita, I wanted to comment about the Giuliani trial. I don't know if I'm out of line. I'm a long time. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We actually played his comment earlier today uh, yeah, because I, he, I, he said how preposterous this amount is and, and everything. Your thoughts. Go ahead. Not, that's not the point. Uh, 60 Center Street is right to the left of the Southern District Federal Court. Across the front of it, you'll see it on TV shows. I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember every word of it. It says the true administration of justice is the pillar of good government. When you were covering the courts, you may have seen it. And I worked in the courts a long time. I'm not saying Rudy's good, bad, Trump, Biden. I'm saying that all the years I worked, we had some inequities um, in the verdicts, but it was far and few between. Now it seems to be daily. And when people lose faith in the justice system, it's very bad. I think they should go and cross off what's there about the true administration of justice and write. There's another saying in the courts. I don't know what uh, judge said it or found it. It said, when the court is in session, nobody's property or freedom are safe. And it's really terrible. I'm an old guy. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here. I was proud to work there. and we cho- And most of the times, things worked out. But now it's become a, it's a mockery. It's really a mockery. We didn't have stuff like well, he's an Obama-appointed judge, or he's a Trump-appointed judge. There were decent men, in, and later on, when I was there, it was mostly men judges. The ladies are better, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> ladies are always the, better. You know that, George. No, but they, go ahead. They were like the men, you know, the ladies really, I'm just, it's just very sad to me what's happening. And when they don't, when people really lose faith in the judicial system and the justice system, which they are, they are, slowly or quickly doing its next step is going to be going into the streets and i'm afraid for my grandchildren there's going to be civil unrest across this country someday you know george uh, george i actually i agree with you sadly because i think people are seeing such an abuse of the justice system such in many cases uh a two-tiered system of justice there seems to be rules for one and not for the other it's become so politicized like you said and and I agree with you. Obviously, I never worked in the courts as you did, so you have such a unique perspective. But I've certainly covered the courts for a long, long time. And I have never seen where, like you said, where it was, who's the appointee? Um, and what is the climate of the politics? And just the hypocrisy that I'm seeing on, on a lot of sides. Um, but, um, and I don't know, you know, where you stand politically, but I'll give a perfect example. This week for Hunter Biden to get out there, 
And for him to say, well, um, they're going after me because my last name's, you know, Biden and woe is me and woe is my dad. Are you kidding me? Look at what they've done to Trump. And then when they're, you know, essentially when any Democrats get asked about Trump, oh, yeah, Trump bad. Uh, But they can't even look at anything with Biden. Uh, There doesn't seem to be equal justice, equal application of the law. Um, And you're right. So much of it is judges' decisions that are willy-nilly. And that's a very dangerous place to be. And I don't know how you go back to it. It's the same thing with Department of Justice. Look how politicized. I never really remember the attorney general being so politicized. Um, and now it has become we people have lost faith in the institutions. And that is really, really sad. Um, and that's disheartening. And I still think there's a lot of good people uh, that were there and are still there. Uh, but sadly, there's a lot of rot at the top. And that's troubling. George, thank you so much for the call. you got to call again. I love your perspective. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll continue your calls after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, Biden says in his words that he cares, but boy, is he throwing Israel under the bus, and this is dangerous. Let's go to Miriam, who is on line four. Miriam, what a mess Israel is in, and I think the world's in. Hi, Rita. Um, I am a Christian. I'm rooting for Israel and the Jews. Why? Because my Lord is Jesus, not Mohammed. And we are the largest religion in the world. If they extended this and they finish with the Jews, we are going to be next. We are not going to allow that to happen. All Latin America is Christian. If they want to fight, we are able to go and fight for Israel against these terrorist people that are killing all over Europe. And they're going to extend their murder situation in the whole world we are not going to allow that to happen well and also and by the way miriam it it is just downright dangerous i think there are good muslims out there uh but clearly these people are calling for jihad against the west and we're talking about hamas and hezbollah because they are out of control i 1000 percent agree with you and it's a dangerous dangerous place to be uh, right now. And, you know, look, I hope it doesn't anyway get to that. Uh, I just think good people of all colors, creeds, races have to all stand together because I really do believe this is good versus evil. It's not a race, a religion issue. These are fanatics who are intent on killing and they must be stopped. 